I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If the time is going up, it's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Are we on? Oh, mate, 100%. We're playing. No way. G'day, welcome to Supercoach360, how you doing? Here in the change room, once again with my faithful companions, Berg's 81 and the Consta. It is your boy, Juzzy J, we're here. It is all done and dusted, my Supercoach friends. Season 2019 is over. How did you fare? How did you go? Did you uh, win your alleged cash comps? Did you make it through the season unscathed? Did you hit a PB? Was it your worst ever? None what, of the above. What happened to you this year? Uh... I uh, personally, I, I think, well, look, we should probably just start with our scores, yeah? I mean, that's it. It's all done and dusted now. I know I finished up, uh, boys, mission mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Top 20? I was in the top 20%. Nice. I finished in the top 17%. Which, let's face it, wouldn't have been, it's not easy, is it? It's not as much as a breeze. Nah, well, they, I mean, look, I was sort of barely in the top 20%, and yeah, one or two even more wrong decisions throughout the year and I could have been in a much worse position. God knows I made quite a few wrong decisions throughout the year. It's been a, it was a rough one, but it was a learning curve. Like, I learned heaps. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... You know what? Everyone did. Yeah, well, I mean, you had your best year on record. My best record. Ever, ever year. Yeah. Ever. Like, by far. Do you want to start with you at the top? We're working our way to you. I suppose we've, we've started at the bottom. Now we're here all year. Yeah, go, so go. Well, that's it. I may oh, as well start well, I'm with... the bottom because I'd already given up before this week. I played Tommy Turbo and Cameron Munster. Oh, really? You played both of them? No, there's no way. You didn't finish lower than the top 17%, did you? No, not overall, but yeah. for this week, I only I scored under 900 points, I think. Oh, Jesus. Okay. In that case, we are waiting well, on I said you. I played, I played Cam Master. I played Tommy Turbo. I didn't change my team at all from last week because, let's be honest... See, I tried to it field a team. Over. I tried to I field a team. I scored 896 this week. 896. Oh, so, so close to that 900 mark. So, uh, that dropped me down well, quite a bit this week. I ended up finishing in the top 27,000, top 15%. So, terrible. Season ranked 21,000. Yeah, shit, yeah. 
Con. But we all knew that from the first two weeks. <laughs> Chasing Robbie. Yeah, that's it. All right, Jazzy. Uh, I got a 9.73 this week. Pretty poor week. I tried to field a team and still only managed to get 15 players on the on the card. Um, ended up finishing overall 27,488, top 17%. So, yeah, not bad for a first season. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, massive shout out to uh, Dez, the winner of uh, Supercoach 2019 this year. Absolutely killed it, from what I understand, his first year playing Supercoach. What, Turbos, Ervos? Tur- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. T- Turbo Evo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, congratulations, buddy. Done, buddy. Absolutely killed it. You've been smashing it all year. Um, yeah, absolutely superb work. Good on you. Bergs? All right. Oh, well, I scored a 10.59 this week. Top 17% of scorers. Um, so, even you had a pretty shit week. Yeah, see, that's a rough week from you. Yeah. What did you score? Uh, well, haven't you done yours? Yeah, yeah. 9.73, top 33% this week. So... My total score was 28,672 in the top 3%. So nice. about out of the top two. I'm spewing. Uh, well done, bud. Good year, good yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's still a very good year for you, mate. Top Finish. three, Sam, bro. That means there's 97% behind you. Yeah, I finished 3,817th overall. And I stuck solid, boys. I won our podcast leagues that yeah. I was in. Nice, buddy. I, well I beat done. Benny from the South Towners. Nice. Sucked in Benny. Mitchell Wakeley's <laughs> no, Wombats. Benny, love you. And I won the Rhino Shield as well. The other one we're invited to. Well done, buddy. I didn't, sorry guys, I didn't check who won the other ones. That's slack of me. You don't care because you weren't in them. Yeah, pretty much, but that's <laughs> screwed. Um, just quickly, last thing I want to give out, Supercoach, before we move on to pure NRL. Um, I'm Milos, I will get your question at the end, but bud. Um, I just want to give a quick bag. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Who gets the final bag? I'm giving a double bag. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a tea bag. Okay. Um, Latrell and Ponga, like at the end of the day, they should be... They're, it's coming into finals time. Pongish wanted $1.5 million a couple of weeks ago, like his management did, sorry. And um, since then, I don't think he's really done much. And everyone had him, but I played him. I shouldn't have. I should have played Everyone played else. him. And then Latrell. Well, what the can, fuck? Can I just say, on Latrell, he had the exact same statistical output this week, base stats-wise, as he did last week. Just he just didn't crash over for an easy three metre try and then run four metres and throw a flick past Daniel Tupo and set up another try to get eighty. Yeah, I know. So, but that's what I, that's what I mean. The the difference between Latrell's good games and bad games, there's nothing between them. It's just sometimes you just get some really really soft points. Yep. That no other centre gets. Like not they are thirties. Because last week, I sent you a message after about 57 minutes saying, might as well not have played the trail this week. Yeah. And then bang, sure enough, he crashed over from three metres out. That was a 35-point play there with tackle breaks and running shit. And then he ran, broke a couple of tackles and flicked past out to Tupo, who crashed over, line breaks, assist, try assist, another 20 points. So that's just how easy things can change for that motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of Supercoach, boys. Yeah. Thank you Good again for, for helping my dream come alive, I guess. <laughs> like, well, our dream, you know what I mean? Like, you, you've always wanted to do a podcast. We wanted to do a podcast. We just knew what we wanted to do it on, <laughs> you know? And thank yous. I appreciate it. No, that's it. Thank you um, very much, So finals footy is here. It's Look, might not be in it, but I love this time of year. It's hard not to love. It's... it's 
and and another thing it's coming to an end okay so hold on what's what's the best thing to each of you about finals football like what do you look forward to the most about finals football spectacles spectacle for you like, in, my, in my opinion, it's closest to origin that you get. You're getting the best of the best throughout the year, yep. facing off against each other week in, week out for the next four weeks. So you're getting pretty much premium match content for the next four weeks, which is so it's just mouth-watering. Yeah, exactly. For you, it's the intensity of the game. Absolutely. For you, it's the spectacle that's generated by And that, that grand final, take no, like, don't get me wrong, it's not an origin, but take nothing away from it. Like, they've always been fantastic grand finals. Well, at, at the end of the day, that's what everyone plays for. Yeah. You play to win the grand final. Yeah. Origins a bonus. Representative test jerseys are a bonus. Minor premiership's great. But and at the end of the day, you play the game of football to win the competition at the end of the year and hold that trophy up and get that ring. Yeah. Right, eh? If you're not playing for that, you're playing for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. Would you like to quickly just recap last week's rounds? Just I know that it's got nothing to do with this week. Yeah, it's a lot of it. From, from what I've heard, the finals football is uh, sort of a reset button. That's but it. Season's a, over. It's done and dusted. Um, on with the games ahead, from, from, are, like, from my understanding. There are, there. But there's a couple of games in there that I just want to point, point some things out for the finals. Well, I mean, I think uh, the obvious one's probably the rematch this week. I mean, how awesome was the uh, the South Roosters game the other night? And then to find out they're facing off week one of the finals. Now, explain this concept to me. So, Roosters finish above Souths. So, is it win, lose, or draw? The, the person that wins that game gets a week off, or is it the winner of that game yeah. gets a week off? The winner, winner of that game gets a week off. Okay, so Souths are playing for a week off. Yeah. Okay. Anyone in the top four is playing for a week off. Yeah. And the bottom four are playing for survival. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. From day dot. Yeah. So they've got the tough run. That's why I was saying before, no one's ever won from eighth. No. Maybe won from outside the top four. Ever eighth. Let alone eighth. Not in the NRL era. Yeah. So there mm. you go. So that, and, but before that wasn't the McIntyre system either, was it? No. Well, the McIntyre system was incorporated in that. The NRL's been going since 97 when, oh, 98, since Super League fucking yeah, yeah. war ended. That's when it became the NRL. And since then, no team from outside the top four where it's been the McIntyre system or this new top four versus each other, top bottom eight versus each other kind of thing system, no team outside the top four has won the competition. Yeah. Right, eh? Closest has been is the 09 Parramatta. Yeah, yeah. Jared Hayne train. Oh, and, and the Cows had a crack too. Yeah, 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 true. The Cows had a crack with no JT yeah. that time. And, so. Well, both of those seasons got ended by a, a stormed storm. Yeah. Okay. They both so, got pumped. So hypothetically, though, someone from the bottom four can make it. Oh yeah, yeah, they can. Oh, hypothetically, Who, no, absolutely. No. Sharks. Who's, who's your pick? Yeah, exactly. The Sharks, you reckon? Sharks, Sharks are the only team from the bottom four that I can see making a decent dent at it. Why is that? Well, they're the only team I feel that's competitive and and across the board. Yeah. Um, I don't feel a lot of them are, are sound team. Now that Manly's missing Turbo at the back, take nothing away from Melody done well. Well, that, that, they've got the easiest game this weekend, you'd assume. Yeah, they they should easily roll over the Play top. Play Manly, it's at Brook, it's at Lotto Land, yeah, but they got no Tommy Turbo, they got no Joel Thompson, they got no Curtis Sirenen, they got no Marty Tapia. Um, there's someone else missing. So, but their their two edge back roles have been their big. Two of their biggest strike weapons this year, Marty Tapao and Aiden Fanua Blake, has been there pretty much their only go forward. 
Um, Corus Howes played a little bit off the back of that, but more so Manasi Fane, who's played off the back of Marty um, Tapao and Adam Fanil Blake going forward. And now, um, Sharks, they're just going to bash Adam Fanil Blake. Yep. The other front rower probably been maybe Pete Secker. Or Wajel. Oh, I think Wajel's more of a back rower. Yeah. Lock full kind of thing. I think it might be Secker or someone like that come onto the field who. Let's be honest, they're not a starting first grade NRL player. So the Sharks, Matt Pryor, Andrew Feeder, Aaron Woods, Paul Gallon, Wade Graham. There's the Jade they, they all no played slouch. in the, they all played the grand final there, man. Yeah. The it's, Sharks are still chock full of grand final players, apart from Matt Moylan, Aaron Woods and Sean Johnson. They've pretty much still got their grand final side from two thousand sixteen. Okay. So Mainly pushing shit uphill from the start, and so that's why I think that's the only reason why Sharks are the only team from the bottom four that can go on. With Parra anything. can't do it. If I they, don't think they'd so, have man. to turn up four weeks in a row, and they haven't done that yet. Yeah, no, look, that that that, that is a very fair call. Like that is a very fair call. That's you're right. That's happened a, a bit this season where they haven't turned up consistently. And you're right. The next four games have to be consistently, they have to be and consecutively. Well, and, and exactly the best games of their season. Like, don't get me well, wrong. And I they think, have to get better and better. I think Brisbane are the other easier beats in 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 the finals. Well, I, I think I sent a message to one of you when Brisbane played Parramatta the other week, and I said Brisbane are going to go on with this because they're going to frustrate Moses out of the game because their forwards are just going to dominate it, and that's what they ended up doing. So I can see again, Brisbane's fours just overpowering his Parramatta forward pack. I can't pack see them just have, They've got no polish. In I understand that, but they've got a bloke like Payne Huss. Mm-hmm. He can score a 50-metre try as a front rower. they got a bloke like Dave Feeder. who can score an 80-metre try, breaking 10 tackles, beating half the team on his way to the try line. they got Tony Staggs, who's an absolute weapon, who's gone underrated most of the season. Wait, um... And I just don't see oh, Parramatta, as long as Dave Feeder or Matt Gillette can shut down Manu Mao, Wong and Blake and that side of the field, I don't see Parramatta doing much. See, we're on different ends of that stick. Why? What do you think is going to happen? I just don't think they've got the halves to get them home. I, I, I agree. They don't have the halves, but I think their forwards can bash Parramatta out of the game enough. It's at Bank West. Yeah. Bankwest is different. It's a different ground for him. But in saying that, all four games aren't at Bankwest. So it's a big ask for him. They only got to get through this one. We're not talking about next week or anything. Yeah. If they don't get through this one, next week doesn't matter. So all they have to do is get through this week, and they can build momentum onto next week. And that is that. That's the finals mentality, isn't it? You well, can't it. look well, too far ahead because you've got yeah. to make it through this week. Well, you've got to think, if they win this week... They're going into next week coming off a good victory, playing against a team coming off getting beaten by either the top four, top four teams. So morale's got to be up for them and morale's got to be down for the other team. So you got to think good getting a good peg up. Yeah. All right, well, that brings me to my first question for the night then, boys. Who's out first week and why? Juzzy, we'll start with you. Who's who, out who, first who week? first week? Well, who, who, who's out from the bottom and then who's oh, going on to Sorry, boys. Saxy, we're going to give it a go, bro. Just for you. Because you're passionate. 
is what it? is it? The big bash super coach. Oh, are we? He wants to get involved. Yeah. Because he says you don't need to understand how super coach works. You'll make it enjoy summer a bit more. All right, we'll have a look at so that. If you're keen, we'll get on board for Saxy. All right. Um, so, yeah, who's going who's gonna to win this weekend and why, boys? And who's out? Whoa. Can the Barneys do the storm? They don't play the storm. Sorry, the, the Roosters. Good, good get there. Um, good pick up. I like that. No worries. Will, will the Will the bunnies do the Roosters again? Oh, look, not in my opinion. I don't think so either. I, I. Well, there's. Do they've they have, got a lot coming back. You do got, they have three in them? They've you got, got a lot coming right, back from last week. For the bunnies, you got no Sam Burgess, mm-hmm. and probably maybe no Liam Knight. And they do have Jared Warrior Hargraves. Like, look, after Liam Knight's named, but he's still got a cast pass. The concussion protocol, yeah. and it looked pretty groggy on the yeah, weekend. it was a pretty rough hit. So, and the Roosters get back Kiri. Which is a massive get. It definitely Kiri is. opens up Luttrell and Tupo. He does. Um, They get back... B-Moz. B-Moz, they get back Orbo. Yeah, but see, B-Moz is a weapon. And... Takiyaho. But I think he played last week. But yeah, so... I think the Roosters is just going to be way too strong, bro. Like, you look at their team, from 1 to 13, even 1 to 17. Like, you got Angus Crichton, Nat Butcher, who's had a fantastic yeah, season. Standout year. Takiyaho was... Everyone, everyone rated him the form front rower of the year in the first 12 to 15 weeks of the competition before injury take took effect. Crichton was getting into it real hard the well, other yeah, day. Well, he was Ang- loving it. So was Rattles. When he was starting, Crichton, he was... Up there again with the best back rolls in the game. And yeah, Rattles. Rattles just keep doing what he's doing. Beryls allows him to do that. You see, Beryls had a good game the other night. You go Teddy. Who was the, the, Marnie, who's, who's the Morris, 21 Kiri, for Kronk, the Roosters the other day? Cordner, Orbo, Victor Radley. Why like, just the list just goes on and on and on how good they are. Like, where do you find a weakness? The only, the only weakness I seen last week was. The laziness of Luttrell Mitchell in defence. Yeah. yeah. Well, Regan, um, what was his name? Um, Campbell, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Regan. Graham, Campbell Graham? Yeah, Campbell Graham, there you go. He ran around him with bugger all effort, and Luttrell kind of turned and jogged and jogged, and then he realised he's going through the gap, so he jogged a little bit harder. But it was all too late. And... Mm. Is is a liability as much as he is an asset, in my opinion, just like BJ. Yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, look, I, yeah, I I personally think the Roosters are probably going to be too strong this time. I mean, the fact that Bunnies have gotten twice during the regular season, I'm still going for the Bunnies. I want the Bunnies to get this one. I want them to put a boot up, the Roosters' ass, because could you imagine if it ends up coming full circle? They've played each other, you know, the greatest rivalry in rugby league. has played each other four times in one season. Well, can, either way, no matter what happens in this game, as long as they both make the grand final, they'll play each other again. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, that, how cool would that be? Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going for the Bunnies all the way. Um, what do you guys reckon? I, mean, I personally think the Roosters. Yeah, you reckon the Roosters will get them this I time? I just think, I think they'll come in with a no-nonsense. we got four weeks to do our job and... Get it done right. 
Take but a week it does off. come down to the the Luttrell turning up, um, and other than that, they're they're sound. Oh, I like Verrills. What well, you look at the number three on the other side, he's just as likely to not turn mm, up. Yeah, yeah. He can go either way as well. So, yeah, but if he does turn up and Latrell's having a shit one, then there's well, some points there. I remember last year when Broncos played at Roosters and uh, Latrell got him in the first half, and then Jimmy ended up giving him a little fan and scooting around and just sprinting away about 70, 60 metres yeah, to yeah, I do vaguely score that. that try. So they probably went one all that game. But all yeah, right. I think hopefully they bring the best out of each other and it's got a, a uh, got a got a first try for that game. And any time, and a man of the match, please, for our betters. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. For all three? Yeah, fucking no. Teddy, how good is the fucking man? Like if, well, first and any time, you don't want to throw, like, a, a, a value bet on the any time? No. No. Does I, he? I think Teddy's so first what? try scorer, Teddy, man of the match, and Teddy, any time, will pay more than enough to have a good weekend. First try, any time, and man of the match, you got one of them? For this oh. for this game coming up? Yeah, I've had a couple of people ask us to do this. Um, hmm. First try. Yep. Let's go. Let's go cookie for the sneaky. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was that? Man of the match and what? Anytime. 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 Go Teddy for safety. Um, and man of the match. Go Teddy. Really? And you've picked South to win, but... Uh, yeah. So you probably don't pick Teddy. No, you probably don't. I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a rebel. Nah. Um, T, this is how much... I, I know how much betting works. Um, Cam Murray's always a standout. Yeah, <laughs> he is too. But I don't know if he's going to get man of the match. I'll go... No, to be honest, I'll go Cam Murray for first try. I'll go Cookie for Man of the Match. All right. Um, start looking into the next games. Well, you say I'll, cool. I'll do mine. Yeah. Um, I think first try, we'll go to BMOZ off Tedesco. I think the anytime try scorer can so, go Angus Crichton off the bench later in the match. And Man of the Match will go to James Tedesco, no mm-hmm. doubts. How he's good is that? Just, he's in such... Good touch at the moment. Does he win Daly M? In my opinion, he should. Who's that? Teddy? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Do you think? I reckon it's pretty hard to go oh. past him. He took on the Brad Fittler medal, but I think that's just for Blues, isn't it? Yeah. It's just the New South Wales sides. Before round 16, before the votes went behind closed doors, he was still right up there. Yeah. And Ever since then, bro, he's just taken it to the next level. Yeah. You'd have to Even assume. two, three levels above. What he and everyone else was doing before Origin. Yeah. Like, what he's done in the last eight weeks of this competition, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it from an individual. I, I know Jared Hayne went gangbusters from 09, and he won six men in the matches in a row, I think. But what Teddy's done, not just individually, but team-wise, to bring everyone else around him better, fuck me. I don't think I've seen anything like it in my lifetime. Can you see anywhere where they're lacking? Oh, well, in strike attack, no. And the only the only way, like I said, the only weakness I've seen is the laziness from Latrell. And what about the rabbits? And what what areas are they lacking? To, <sighs> in your opinion, the strike, bro. They go through their plays as much as you might hate this. I think. A lot of them are right. They need Alex Johnson 
Absolutely. at the back, not just for his ball playing or his hands, just for his speed. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Speed, speed is the biggest threat in the game. Could you? you can't coach speed. You can't coach against speed. What about swapping Dewey and Walker, maybe? No, I, I think Alex Johnson needs to play fullback and get his hands on the ball more at strike opportunities with, like I said, his speed to capitalise on maybe opening up some opportunities for James Roberts. But I, I really I really can't see him beating the Roosters. I just can't. Um, you, you know, any areas that they're lacking or need improvement? No, not really. Discipline as well. Yeah, they cool. lack discipline, I think. All right. And if you look at their forward pack, they got Jaden Sua, Tatola, and Liam Knight. I don't think any of them have played finals football. Yeah, we so there's the experience lacking right there. All right, second game, guys. Storm and the Raiders. Massive game. This it's, one's going to be good. Well, it, it will just, it, this, wow. this is another possible grand final preview. Well, it is, man. Right, 100%. And, and I like the Raiders. Yeah? You reckon the Raiders are going to get them? No. Well, two weeks ago, they come back from 18-0 down in Melbourne and beat them. That's got to scare Melbourne. To be honest, they're not going to try oh, and show it. Like, honestly, I think that's got to scare the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. You reckon? What's that? Like, no, you just reckon... Melbourne just... don't do make the same mistake twice. No. Yeah. They learn from their shit really, really quickly. Don't mm. get me wrong. What Ricky's done, you've got to take your hat off to him, man. He's, he's, he's made me eat my words from the start of the year. That was sticky, Ricky. Yep, and... I'm still. I'm not eating my words. I reckon I could coach that team to the top four. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, but let's face facts. Like that, they're lacking a little bit. Whereas on the other side, I, yeah, I don't see them lacking as much. At, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Well, like BJ in the first forty minutes of the last game. Josh Papali's been one of the biggest standouts for the Raiders since Origin period. Yeah. Bateman's been right up there. And Hodgson's been one of their major strike weapons. Melbourne coming in in the first half of that game and absolutely nullified Canberra's middle field. Papali had no impact. Soliola had no impact. Hodgson had no impact. They went in 18-0 at halftime. And then it really looked like they turned it off after that. Oh, they! I honestly think they could have done what done to Melbourne uh, Manly, was it the week after at Brookvale where they just absolutely dominated thirty six to six or something? You just controlled the whole game. I think they could have done that to Canberra that day if they wanted to. They just turned off. So, so you're I expecting think, a full performance this time? <laughs> I expect. Are you, are you saying Craig Bellamy won't? I'm expecting ninety five. Well, if, well if, honestly, if they don't bring in a hundred percent performance this game, Craig Bellamy is not going to be safe giving as he was last game. No. Yeah. Should, yeah. Absolute, absolutely not. He's, he's he's the master coach, man. He's a gun. Like, he'll he'll pride himself on coming out and making sure he shows the Raiders that we are the team to beat. So what are they? Can you see what they're lacking? The Raiders. Yeah. Where where they where their like, weakness again in the centres, bro. Yep. Joe, Joseph Leilua. Yep. He can be vulnerable either way. He, he can give away a crucial penalty at the wrong time of game. He can come up and make a misread in defence. 
He can throw that stupid ball coming out of his own end, which you don't need to throw. At Melbourne, you don't see much of that. No. No. That is so. Apart from Justin Olam, he's probably the only wild card there. But his effort makes up for it. Oh, yeah, but he still can throw that stupid ball at that wrong time or give away that stupid penalty when you're just starting to build pressure as BJ can. And, and he's kept Curtis Scott out of the team. Also, the halves, bro. Well, I know Jerome Hughes is no halfback, but he's still probably on par with Aiden Caesar. And but just with Cameron Smith inside, yeah, yeah. calling the shots on top of. I know Hodgson will try and do the same for the Raiders, but Hodgson's no Cameron Smith. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's probably the closest thing, but he's. Still four or five levels below what Cameron Smith does for a game. And the way Nelson Soft, Solomon, Bromwich, and then Kamikamika, and Max King, coming from the Gold Coast, he's played some absolutely gun football for the Storm since he's been there. And Brandon Smith, coming off a week off, the energy and impact he has is just, I love it. Yep. Who are you tipping then? Oh, I think Storm, personally. Got it. Easily. Got a uh, first try anytime man of the match for me in there, please. You first, and then he will pick his tip. I'll go first try for... First try for Chambers. Oh, hello. Off a misread off Joseph Lua. Chambers will take advantage. Um, He'll kick it. Anytime puppy, little puppy. You call me little puppy? He's good, eh? He's gun, bro. Like, if you've seen his stats, Justin's probably read him. His stats on the websites and shit, he kills Teddy, Turbo, Roger, and Billy in his first six starting games or whatever. As a starting fullback, he absolutely dominates them all in every category. Um, and man of the match, I think Cam Smith. He's going to show his class. Does he? Hey. Uh, I'm going to go... Man, it's tough, hey. It is, man. Should, should be a cracker. Well, that's it. I mean, I, it's, it's going to go one of two ways. Either the Storm is going <laughs> to dominate them, or I reckon the Raiders will do the opposite, and the Raiders will dominate the Storm. You should be a fortune teller, Jelzy. Pardon? You should be a fortune teller. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this, this game's going to go one or two ways. Either yeah. Melbourne's going to win or Canberra's going to win. No, no, no but I reckon, I, I reckon it'll be a domination. Um, look, I'm going to go for a sneaky on the Raiders. But I'm going to go for an anytime on Puppy. I'm going to go for a man of the match from Croker. He's scored in the last three weeks in a row, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go for a man of the match from Croker. And I'm going to go Croker. for anytime from Hodgson. Anytime from Hodgson. No, you went yeah. anytime, Pappy, didn't you? Pardon? Uh, no, sorry. First Pappy. Yeah, yeah, let's go first for Pappy. First Pappy. But yeah, Hodgson. Hodgson. Oh, yeah. All right. And well, Croker anytime. I'm on Melbourne to, to just dominate. Um, I think Munster will score the first try. Really? I think Munster will get man of the match. And I think John Bateman for an anytime try scorer. Do you want me jersey, bud? <laughs> no, you suck off any harder or what? No, I don't. But wait, just quickly because I forgot to do it at the start. You want to rip that jersey off? 
No, I can't, bud. You're fucking living in the past now, mate. I forgot to do it at start. No, well, too late, mate. I've already made the state of origin joke for the night. Just rip the Move on, brother. And show us all the room you got to go get inked up at Feel the Steel. Because I know a guy who likes to tattoo people. I'm tatted up, bruh. Look at how skinny those arms are. African kids have got you. Anyway. All right, Hercules, get your shirt off. No, no, I don't yeah. need to. But... If you want a tattoo, if you're not covered like Con with his uh, all his ink, go down to Field of Steel at Windsor Street, Richmond, 187 Windsor Street, Richmond. Um, and after you get tattooed, you might want to swing up to the Archibald Hotel and drown your sorrows for getting the wrong spelling. I'd recommend it. On your missus's name with some old castle. Smash that shit. It's a story, a Estonian blend. It's a medieval vodka because, you know, it used to do in medieval times. Smooth after this shot, after shot, after shot. Get pissed and fuck people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to do in medieval times. Anyway, back to the football. Um, sea oh, Eagles. Fuck sea medieval times. <laughs> sea Eagle Sharks, guys. I think I feel, I feel a bit bad for Manly. Um, they're definitely gone. You reckon? Definitely. I think I think the Sharks will come home with some venom. Oh, I think this is what Death thrives himself on. You reckon? I don't reckon it's gonna be as close as people think. They've got it they've got a And like you said, they're missing a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you look at the outs. Uh, and, and a lot of main. And some of them, are, and like, I heard they're bringing in T-Rex. <laughs> no, you, it's you true. You can it's, see his name's 21. It's true. Yeah, he's, yeah, they're bringing 100%. in T-Rex. Yeah. So, there's your hole, guys. Anyone from the Sharks? Uh, Chris, if you're listening, <laughs> tell any of the guys from the Sharks, just run at T-Rex. He's well, bro, if he's on SJ's side, fuck me, he's going to be a field day. Yeah. Tries all day. But even if he's on fucking Wade Graham's side with Sherry, it's still going to be a field day. <laughs> anyway, and he hasn't played first grade all year. 16, 16 months. So Since he played first grade for Parramatta before he got fucking... Shafted the black Done team. for his fucking day. Playing black team. Well, he's played, I think, three or four games in the last 34 months or something. Like. Yeah. And but there he is, T-Rex. And, and before that, he was... Carving up at the doggies. Not a game. <laughs> yeah, play, play fucking halfback. Um, so, yeah, fuck. Look out, Sharkies. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Why has Des brought him back? Like, let's just think about why has Des brought him back. Oh, T-Rex on his day. He just needs a massive dude who can run at people without fear, oh, doesn't he, he? And maybe someone with a little bit of finals experience. He, he doesn't run at people without fear, bro. He's the biggest person in the competition, but he probably runs with more fear than anyone else in the competition. And okay, loves the pass. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah, my logic is flawed. I'm, well, I'm, I'm trying to understand the decision. The well, like, yeah, if, if you could get his mentality around, you are the biggest person on the field yeah. ever. Run like it. He started off as a winger, bro, and he wanted to be a winger his whole career. Yeah. So he got moved into the second row because he was too big, too slow. Found Maccas. And he still wanted to be a winger. Yeah. So that should tell you everything you need to know about his heart. Okay. He's not a forward. Okay. Massive. P-heart. Okay. So winners and losers. 
But I'm still backing me. <laughs> First try, any time, man, the match for me, please. I think Manly, I think the record show from 1967 or something, Cronulla won five games out of 39 at Lottoland. Really? Yeah. And so obviously that tells me it doesn't matter what team's playing on the field. It's just something in the mentality that Cronulla can't get it done there. And not only that, I'm pretty sure Manly have a good overall record against the Sharks as well. So I'm expecting Adam Fnall Blake to pump out close to 65 minutes and absolutely lead this pack from the front with um, Jakey. And I think with the backs that they've got, Brandon Ellis played 10 or 11 weeks at fullback from Tommy this year. Brad Parker's been a standout at centre. Mike and Sav. Moses Sully's really... Really stepped it up a couple of levels this year. Ruben Garrick's been just strong as in. You don't just don't run at Georgie. I'm not running at Georgie anyway. Let's put it that no way. No way. That can't just accent Mate, people. George, Georgie's running at you. That's the what thing. What do you do at Munster on the, on the other weekend? Fuck me. Yeah. Ouch. And that's it. But is he going to do the same thing to SJ? Is he just going to be told? Oh, just beeline SJ. Just but, snap him in half. Well, like Billy said, you when you get hit like that, the adrenaline's pumping that much through you. You don't feel it. It doesn't hurt. Mm. You just bounce up and just play on. It's like Price got me one year. Oh, I yeah. didn't feel it. That I dropped the ball. But uh, we move on. So, but some did people you, Did don't. you give me all your stuff, me and the match and shit? Um, Juzzy, lead us off, bro. Hmm. Man of the match. Man of the match. Who you going? Who you going? Dude? I'm going to go Manly. Yeah. I think Sharks going to try as best as they can, but I think Manly oh, will get up. I like it. There we go. Um, Where'd you get it? But yeah, I think I think Manly will <laughs> get up the on the day, man. I I think I just think Manly have a lot of passion and a lot of just they just they just got something special behind them, man. I think I think that's like the Desi factor right there. Yeah. So and I just think home game. I think they'll get up. Um, let's go, man of the match from Jakey. Let's go anytime from. Oh, let's go Tafua. Yeah. And let's go first try scorer, Garrick. Bud. Um, I'm also going to tip Manly because I think they can win, but probably a good 37. The thirty-eight percent of it's because I want Paul Gowns to lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go Manly, and I think for Manly to win, Daly Cherry Evans is going to have to have a fucking blinder. He's going to have to dominate the game and be man of the match. He'll probably have to go down his side, which I think Garrick's side. So we'll go Garrick for no. Actually, we're going to go Jack because Weski for the first try scorer off day CE. And then we're going to go DCE to throw a dummy. Oh, I'd, actually, I backed Manasi Faino last week and he got one. I'm going to go Manasi Faino again to sneak over from fucking dummy. Ah, oh, fuck it. Why any time? Yep, any time. Hello. Got him last week and I think he's paying like $4.20. Well, I'm going the Sharks. You're going the Sharkies. You reckon the Sharkies got it over Manly? They're going to do it for Gal? Yeah. <laughs> what about... 
Greatest ever New South Wales captains. Yeah, uh, most losingest ever New South Wales captain. He was a fucking tryer. <laughs> that makes him the greatest, in my opinion. He was a tryer in that hard time, mate. He tried hard. He did. Um, my man of the He's match. always tried hard. He's my always man of the match hard. for that game will be Paul Gallen. <laughs> the gal. Turning back the clock. That'll do, mate. <laughs> 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 Um, first try scorer will be Josh Dugan. Dukes. Dukes. And any time try scorer, I will jump on. I'll jump on Garrick as well. Oh, I think I think he'll score a try. They, he's good, man. He is. He's good. He's, he's skilled. A good, he's he, a good. Yeah, he's a good young prospect coming through. Yeah, anyway, you know you need to comment, so fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's it. Who's going to dominate him over at the Sharks? Ah, uh, Suli's Tafua. Nah, Aaron Gray. Yeah, he's on the same. Dude, they're all on his team. Yeah. Then I said, got who, jo- Josh Morris don't miss many. Yeah? Yeah. And, so that's and it. then outside Bronson Sherry, you got Wade Graham there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's it, and he's a unit as well. Yeah, okay, so no, that's it. I'm just, yeah, just curious. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well... In my opinion, that's probably like their weaknesses is going to be their bench. Yeah. I'll see that's where they'll come unstuck, in my opinion. I think the Sharks' bench is just way too... way. It's just in a better class than Manly's. So I think that's where the game will be won. It'll be arm wrestle, and then the bench will come on and just dominate. Did you see what Mike Sivo did to Gary a couple of times last week? No, I didn't. What did he do? Oh, the ball. I guess Sivo got the ball less than 10 metres out and Garrick pretty much had to try and stand in front of him with full speed and stop him from scoring a try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just got nailed. Absolutely bulldozed both times in a row. I, I felt sorry for him because... Should he? Right? No, he wasn't close enough to chop his legs and bring him down in a conventional tackle. He was pretty much right on the try line. All he could do was go high and... We've all seen what Mike Sivo can do with his palm and bust this year. It's not fair. All right. Um, okay, where, where are their weaknesses, bud? Who's who's lacking in what areas? You're not on the microphone when you said that. Oh, who, what, what what areas of teams lacking and why? Where is Manly lacking? Where's Sharks lacking? Well, I think Manly are lacking in their depth. Who's Sean Kepi? I've never heard of him. I'll be honest. It's so Tony he's their starting front rower. Yeah, I'd expect T Rex to pop in there. Oh, oh I'd expect or maybe Lord. Lloyd Perrot. Yeah, or Sipley to move in. But even still, like what like he said, they got Capewell on the bench, Fafita on the bench, Jack Williams played a and Hamlin great Uelle, year, and Hamlin Uelle is pretty much a second Fafita. He's a gun. I like him. Like. He, he plays pretty much exactly the same as Fafita. Offloads, busting tackles and shit. So, yeah, I think just think the Sharks bench will overrun him in the end and be too much for him. I tipped me only, but didn't I? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> next, next game, fellas. Final game. <laughs> the big one. Sunday yeah. night heat. That's what she said. Eels v Broncos at Bank West. 
Hmm, what do you reckon? Oh, oh just quickly, uh, well, on this game, um, Sivo, is he the new Semi? Uh, not quite. Not quite. I like Sammy. He's a gun. Sammy seemed to be a little bit more football-ish about him, whereas... Well, Sivo's only Sivo fairly learning. new, isn't he? Oh, That's what I'm saying. So he's learning. Semi, bro. He's learning pretty quick. I don't think Sammy played rugby league before he started either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but think so either. From what, from what, the only comparison I can make, in my opinion, is Sammy would make 90, 80-metre tries out of nothing. He'd scoop from dummy half, palm off, beat four or five people, and run length of the field. I yeah. haven't seen Sivo do that. No. Yeah, okay. He's I've not- seen him get into open space and palm off and beat people. Yeah, fair enough. But I haven't seen him like do what Sammy does and just Same scoop rolling. out. Yeah, and that's it. Just beat seven, eight people and then just sprint away and score a try out of absolutely nothing. That's what Sammy did, bro. Like, he... In my opinion, he's if he kept going, he'd probably be the best swinger we'd ever seen in our lifetime. Yeah, he just done stuff that no other winger that I'd ever seen had could do or has done since. Probably before him, the closest comparison would have been another para winger in Grafe. Like before him, there was well the Dell, nothing like yeah. Well then the yeah, the Dell come close, yeah, yeah, like, his power play and shit in yeah. the early nineties for the yeah. Broncos and well, shit. Well, they're the generations in there. Yeah. And then there's another one in between there too, but um, I can't remember who it is at the moment. But anyway, we'll Daniel Tuwaki, he was a gun on he? He, <laughs> he was special. Matty Utai, Matt Utai, Broncos. Yeah, he's just that's who he's. But yeah, Red Ryder is he just something I different, Sammy, man. I think Sammy was better in my Absolutely, opinion. bro. Like, Gal come out and said Valentine Holmes is the best winger that he's seen, but couldn't do it. Val couldn't run over eight people in a row like Sammy Red Ryder I could and just extend it over and over again. Like yeah, free game. Ah, oh, well, he's totally something different. Yeah. All right, winner and loser. Give me a first try. I'm, I'm on the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Seabold's going to get the Broncos forward pack fired up because Kane Evans gone out yeah, of that team. That's name there. So Alvaro will come into the starting side. And then Terrapo, you'd have to think, or Moroa. Yeah, you'd hope Terrapo because oh, I love the way that he runs the ball. He, he doesn't hold anything back. He's always off the back fence every single hit up. Yeah. But I, I just think the Broncos, young forwards, can... Yeah, I do. Parramatta's forwards. I think... Well... Mahoney's still in his first season. Um, Dylan Brown's still in his first season. Mitchell Mitchell Moses never played fo- finals football before. I don't think Guffo's played finals football before. Oh, mainly, maybe as a manly winger. Yeah, well, maybe once, but... Like, none of them ever played finals football the, I think the young forwards for the Broncos can just rise to the occasion and overall the Parramatta forwards and well, the say, experience of that, the finals football with the Alex Glenns, um, Andrew McCulloughs, Matt Gillettes. We Kane just come over top the end. have never played finals football. I know. I know, but... The Tony Stags, yeah, They've got people around them that have, whereas I, Parramatta doesn't have that. It's got Fergo and that's about it. But I'm just... Putting oh, out there that I, I'm not put, I don't yeah. think Payne Huss and Dave Fafita are just year. 
standard everyday NRL players. By the sounds of things, they're already leaders out there. So that's oh, they're it. Oh, they, I'm, they're just, I'm just man. throwing it out there. They're, I, but I, they're yeah, rookies but as well. I don't think they're going to be overawed at all. I think Dave Fafita is going to welcome this challenge head on, and I think Payne Huss will do the same. Yeah. I think I think they're primed to... I, I, I think they'll win next week as well. Yeah. Bergs, what do you reckon about this game? I personally think I think Para. Yeah. I don't know why. Bank West on a Sunday. I just don't know why. Clean I do, fast I, track. My guess is it's because I just don't like the Broncos much. Yeah, fair enough. Um and Yeah. And I've also heard rumors that Darius is not playing guys and Jack Bird's fit. What? Well, you know, honestly, in my opinion, that makes me even more confident on the Broncos. Yep. Well, Alex, oh, I'm just Jack, thinking Alex, Alex Glenn could move back. Jack Bird was having a blinder. Yeah. Start this year. Yeah, he was actually. Didn't go too bad, did he? Um, so, yeah, I think I think Para for that one. I think um, any time... really? Yeah, I think any time try scorer will be Tony Staggs. Money on the Broncos for me. Any Jack Bird's playing for they ain't Doris is out. My first, hurt. my first try scorer will be. But you know what I do? I put Milford in the five eight, and I put Jack Bird at five at fullback, and let him run right. No. Anyway, and then I think my first try scorer will be Manu Mao this week. I think it's going to take a forward you know to bustle Fuck his Manu way Mao. over. And man of the match will be Nathan Brown. Oh, hello. Well, where you at? I'm going to go with Scotty Smith. They've only won five penalty counts this year all year because they rubs. I'm going to go with Fergo. Yeah. Fergo for first try scorer. I'm going to go with Parramatta win, but I'm going to go controversial. I'm going to go for David Fafita for man of the match. Because he's going to play his heart out trying to win, but he's not going to. Um, and a sneaky end of time, I'll go Manu as well. Manu, Manu. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. A little sneaky. See how that goes. Lads, so, why, why wouldn't you go Dave Feeder at any time if you're thinking he's going to get man in the match in the losing team? Obviously, he's going to score I a try. To go, I wanted to go someone else. I but Manu may I'd probably be paying less than Dave Feeder. So then pick Dave Feeder as your any time try scorer. That's yeah, but one. if you he's think he's going to get man of the match, obviously he's going to score a try. No, not necessarily. No, he's going to set up seven. But I think he's going to play. <laughs> I think he's going to play his heart out. I, he's gun, bro. Nineteen years old. He's an absolute weapon. What do you got? Um, first try scorer. I'll go Sivo. I think Parramatta will start fast, and then Broncos forward start over dominating him, and Match Let will score a try. And the man of the match, I think, will end up will be in, if it's Brisbane are going to win, it has to be Anthony Milford. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. If they're going to win, he has to be the man on the field. I know. Burger. Um, I've done it, haven't I? Have you? Yeah. Um, all right. Where are they lacking in what areas? I think we just talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, we did, sort of. Bron- yeah, well, Broncos is the halves and Parramatta's the forwards. I think both teams could be lacking in the halves. I think Brisbane's forwards are young, inexperienced, but 
I think on their day they could overpower this Parramatta full pack and the Broncos halves can ride that to victory. I don't see Parra winning. No. I, well, I can see Brisbane winning this one and then their fours riding that dominance in the preliminary final. Who's the preliminary going to be against? What, what's the ladder look like? How does it run? I mean, Storm uh, Raiders. Uh, yeah, well, I think I have to play... I think I have to go to Canberra and play the Raiders. You reckon? If they lose. If not, Melbourne. To play Melbourne. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Just want to ask a quick couple oh, no, of questions. They'll, they'll have to go to the, play the Rabbitohs. If the Rabbitohs lose, they'll play the loser out of the Rabbitohs Roosters. And I think they can beat the Rabbitohs again. No, they haven't beat them anyway. Can they beat dominated. the Roosters? If no, the Rabbitohs no, we can get beat up. the Rabbitohs. No, the Roosters, sorry. In okay. my opinion. Okay. All right, so we've done all the matchups and shit for the game. So, there's a standard of footy. And refereeing going to improve. We both all know the footy will, but with the refereeing, you think they'll tell them put it away a bit? Well, and play the game a bit more like Origin, a bit more yeah. free flow and less like, penalties. Like hopefully that's, hopefully that's the email going out. You reckon? I, I hope so. Let's let's face facts. Look look how good Origin was, Juzzy. It's true. Look how fast at the middle of the game there. You noticed a bit of fatigue. You know what I mean? Like at the point we're at the like you said, I think a few weeks ago, Con, we're at the point where fatigue isn't a factor. All these people are absolute machines. Yeah. So to take that out of the game, you got to reduce the interchange. You know what I mean? And it'll bring fatigue back into the game. Yeah, 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 definitely. So that's what you were saying the other week. Um, so yeah, I'm just I just hope the standard referee and picks up for the game. Do you, do you think it will? Do you think the girl's going to get a run through the finals? Yeah, I think she will. But what do you mean by stand? Like, well, let's face it, the, they, they don't the, have an idea sometimes. But in the day, it's all interpretation. Well, can't we get them all <clears> on the same page? Well, you can't, bro. Because everyone doesn't think the same. But You uh, know, you think different to me, I think different to Justin, and Justin thinks different to you. Can you incorporate... Everyone thinks differently. Can you incorporate a grey area into football? I think there should be more grey areas in football. Like judgment call? Instead of like... Like you look at some of the block plays, if you were to do a block, like some of the block plays down in your 20... Oh, if, you, if, if you're doing... That you do on... If you're doing block plays, obstructions coming out of your own end... Nothing said. It's free for all. Do as whatever as the hell fucking you want. But yeah, as soon as you're in there 20, and it looks like a try scoring opportunity... Whoa, hang on a second... That's why I don't understand why the good old-fashioned shepherd's still not there. If you run behind your play deliberately, it's a shepherd. Fuck your obstruction. Who cares if he fucking interfered with this? Who cares if he interfered with that? If you run back behind your player, it's a shepherd. As far as I know, the shepherd is still in the rule book. So, straight away, there's no surrender, give up, whatever. If you run behind the back of your player, Shepard, penalty to the other team, straight away. Right. So we all just hope that they put the whistles away a bit. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, we'd like to see some free-flow and fast-paced footy for sure. It's better footy. I just hope they adjudicated efficiently and the way it should be adjudicated. 
Question. Hudson Young. Not enough, too much. Jazzy, you go first because Con's going to have a good one. No, <laughs> I just want to hear what Con has to say about it, to be honest. I think my opinion is No, and you not enough. What do you reckon? How many? Well, what do you... Okay, you're, oh, the, you're the guy that hands down the sentence that day. No, Why do you give it to Rubber okay. at the game? Well, let, let's just go through Let's just go through the year that was. All right, so we had Josh McGuire do an eye gouge, cop the fine. It was a pretty bad one. Um, then we had Josh McGuire again, doing an eye gouge, cop the fine. Again, it was a pretty bad one. And then we had Hudson Young come in. He done his first eye gouge, which, again, was a bad one. He got five weeks straight up, which I can't argue with. I think they were way too lenient. Again, this is why I come back to... The is it the judiciary who gives down the penalty? The judiciary is way too fucking lenient on fuckwits. Josh McGuire should never have got two fines. He should have been suspended the first time. Hudson Young comes in, gets his first one suspended. Um, Josh McGuire does it again. He gets three weeks. He gets suspended. Um, and then Hudson Young comes back again. And. On first vision, it looks like, yeah, maybe you could stand up for him and say he, he was trying to stop the ball. Not the second it, time. In my, in my opinion, the first time he was never trying to stop the ball. But you could make the defence that he was there trying to stop the ball. But I think clearly he was raking at the face the first time as well. And then the second time when he went back in and had a dig, he didn't get anywhere near the football. And he come up and... Where he got his fingers stuck, right below the below the eyebrows there. Where what's right below your eyebrows? Your fucking eyeballs, bro. You suck it. Like I, I understand Pompey coming out and saying I didn't feel nothing. I've been there at times on the footy field where I've had my face rubbed into the ground or I've had elbows in my head and they've gone, "Ah, did you feel that?" And I've got up after attacking them like. No, actually, I really didn't feel the thing because adrenaline's just pumping through you. You don't feel shit on the footy field sometimes. Hit your just... mum's harder, haven't you? <laughs> Why, babe? <laughs> but sometimes, like, you can get smacked straight in the fucking face and because the adrenaline's going through you you're in the middle of a footy game, you don't feel it. But you can clearly see from the footage that he raked at his face the first time and then the second time he came up and he got stuck in his eyes. And then I don't even think he pulled away deliberately. I think he just had that much pressure on it that his hand got ripped away. So weeks. 20. 20? I think 20. Full, full season? Absolutely. He clearly hasn't learned a lesson from five weeks on the sideline. Ricky Stewart. Throw. Dead set. You know football. You can come out and say... Andrew John's wrong. Brad Fittler's wrong. He singled out Ben Iken particularly. But that's a fucking eye gouge and that's a grub act and you should not condone that at all. Jazzy Weeks. Yeah, mate. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, if, know enough about the system. I. But you've watched it unfold throughout the it year. Doesn't, it doesn't look well, that Burgess bad got to 12. me. Yeah, you just but, got to remember well, he put Burgess, it Burgess looked way nastier. 
Oh, absolutely it was, but it wasn't a second offence. Yeah, well, After that's doing it. five weeks. That's it. I mean, look, I really think that what Plus this kid... Plus the previous offence in his lower grades in the previous 12 months as well. So he's clearly got form. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look, I, uh, I think this kid should have spent those five initial five weeks on the sideline learning how to do the low tackle at all costs. You know what I mean? Making sure that he's the fastest one, he's the one that's leading. You know, just just to keep him out of those well, three tackle right situations, which you're is going to do. A bitch. Well, I don't think he, I don't think that to... second. I don't think that second one was a gouge. I think it was a rake. And I think what they're doing is they're putting him on the sidelines to be like, don't ever go near a player's face again. Right, this kid is brand new. He's fresh as. If they don't, if they don't so, set an example right, of him so now, let me ask he's going to Maguire throughout what, his career. What was the purpose? After he'd done the first rake at the face, what was Perth's going back doing the second rake at the face? But well, I honestly think he was going for the ball the second time, but the, t- the tackle was falling down. Really? Yeah, I really that, do. Honestly, I was, I've, he I've was, he was on the ground on the first time when he went to rake, apparently, at the ball, where he raked at his face, and then he was already on the ground for about three seconds after when he went back in for a second dig. Nah. I'm, well, are you bringing out the replay? No. Nah. Should oh. I? I think I was hoping you were fucking doing it. <laughs> nah, look, I mean, look, look, look it, it's, it's my opinion. I, I think... understand that, but if you look at the vision again, I think you'll have a different well, opinion. Because Aaron tried to fight your opinion too on the same thing. He's like, nah, the kid, oh, there's got to be fucking a different thing. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, when well, you look at it, bro, it's inconclusive, look, in my opinion. We were yeah. looking at it earlier today, and... Yeah, look, I've, I've seen it. it. He's seen it. He's seen it several times. I know, I know but I don't um, think he's seen what we've seen. I agree with you with the massive sentence, but well, how else are you going to teach him? I, I, and it teaches the next lot too. But I don't think eight weeks is long enough. I think eight weeks, eight to twelve, should be your first. Absolutely, without yeah. a warning. Yeah, with no, warning. no warnings. Eight to t- eight. You are yeah, eight to twelve. Eight to twelve for your first, and then twenty up from that. And if you go again, then go and Career, fucking play Super League, mate. Not even. Go and play Rugby Union. Because you're a filthy grub. grub. Exactly. Um, There's no excuse for that shit. Uh, what like everyone says, our game is way too tough as it is. For yeah. shit. Like, from, shit like that, from what they showed, they showed America. There's George Tafui hit on Cameron Munster the other week. And everyone's like, fuck, that cunt should be in jail. Yeah, 100%. That's an assault. 100%. Like, that fuck was... me, hitting someone like that without pads. But what That's unreal. Hit. <laughs> yeah, what so that's hit, what I mean. Right? So we don't need that kind of fucking filthy eye gouging shit in our game because our game is way too tough for obviously the rest of the world to comprehend, let alone to bring that fucking filthy shit into it. And fuck you, Ricky. I'll fight you if you want to go for it. <laughs> nah, well, that he's come out and defended fucking Hudson Young, filthy right, right or wrong. Throwing Ben Iken under the bus and shit, but no, fuck you, Ricky. That's an eye gouge. He's a filthy grub. I'll fight you. All right. Fuck you, Ricky. Um, is it is it is it fair? Probably We're moving along from the Hudson thing. Yeah. Um, is it fair T Rex gets to back up for an NRL club even though he hasn't played for one all year? No. It's it's a thing you should have to do at least three we, games. Everyone's got their thirty man rosters who they have to register before fucking June thirty. And those thirty people are eligible on their roster to play in their football team this year. Just because they've had a few injuries, which is fucking unfortunate, yes, I agree. 
does mean they should get liabilities to bring in extra players because they've had a few injuries. They've still got 21 healthy players in their 30-man squad. They should have to play. Yeah. Jazzy, how do you feel about Yeah, no, exactly that? the same. I don't know what this exemption is. Part of me makes this thing. Oh, Desi just loves fucking... Is... Oh, they've got an exemption because apparently they've got no forwards left to make their 21 men is this squad. Is this all a stunt just so that way to keep the media distracted so Desi can just focus on coaching the boys? Is that part of Desi's plan every year? Honestly, it could be. You don't even know. Keep them under the radar, bro. That's it. Like, like, because that's it. Like, all this special exemption stuff could just be Desi feeding the media bullshit, and they're all jumping on it. But he's literally just grabbed a story which they've concocted out of nowhere and just go fuck it. Watch this, boys. I'll run with it, and no one ask any questions, and we'll just be free to focus on our prep. Like, from from what I know, like I'm obviously amateur, right? But from what I understand, like Desi's a seasoned player and a seasoned coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows so, how to play the media. Exactly, he knows what he's doing. So it just makes me wonder. I mean, I called uh, something at the start of the year. Everyone was just like, "Oh, nah, he'll be gone. He'll be gone." I was just like, "This guy's playing." Uh, I think it was about Turbo being injured. Yeah, yeah. And he did come back a lot quicker than expected. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, I don't know. I just don't know if I... De- Desi doesn't seem trusty, trustworthy. You know what I mean? So, he's like one of those dudes that's just like, oh, yeah, this guy's playing the game. Okay, <laughs> okay, doing something over here. Yeah, so... I don't know. Yes. All right. So, moving along from the T-Rex shit. Um, no, on the table. Got a... Um... I hope you're bringing in a spare. I got another question. You, sh- legend. Will Darius play? You reckon the rumors are true, Con? Will Dar? You reckon what? Darius will play? He's their spiritual fucking leader, isn't he? I honestly haven't heard nothing about Darius <coughs> not playing. I got asked a couple of questions. I on. haven't seen. I haven't read anything either on the websites today. So, no. All right. Um, um but I honestly think it's a blessing in disguise if Darius doesn't play and Jack Bird's fit. Yeah, not. Oh, you don't think Jack Bird could be a much better attacking asset to a team than Darius Boyd at the moment? A fit one, yeah. Wait, yeah, but they. I like, don't even think a fit one. I don't even think a sixty percent Jack Bird would be more effective than Darius Boyd at the moment. All right, <laughs> what do you reckon about Darius? You reckon he'll play? Uh, I don't know if he'll play. I hope he doesn't. I mean. From what I understand, he's got this uh, fifteen-game clause in his contract where they don't That's renew next it. Year. Yeah, that's it, where they don't renew it if he doesn't play the 15 games. So maybe this is their way of being like, oi, wise up next year or we're going to kick that clause in, you know? Uh, Which it very well may be. Uh, Get out of it. Um, All right. On a serious note then. Tonga. 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 We're out of finals. Oh, bro. We're out of finals. Finals is wrapped up. Like Pretty much we've tapped on all the finals. But Tonga. Are they doing the right thing? Absolutely. Do you know much about what's going on with Tonga, Juzzy? No, no idea. Well, um, the Tongan board has sacked the coach and the coaching staff. Really? Why? And, well, all the boys supposed allegedly (coughs) gave up some of their last match payments to put back into grassroots football, which never made it back. Yeah. And as far as I know, maybe Christian Wolf might have said something, so he got sacked or something. Right. Well, from what I've heard, there's the Tongan players from the last World Cup donated, I think, $50,000 of their match payments to the grassroots of Tongan football Mm -hmm. to go back into the community. 
and then allegedly two of these board members have taken that $50,000 into their own private funds and didn't funnel it anywhere else. And now the Tongan players are going on strike and they're not going to play in this World Nines tournament until they these get two rid of board, board members, members or so-called apparently numbered board members are and, and sacked and coach. fucked off. Yeah. Well, he's, he was your coach for the last two games. Yeah, he was our interim coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. Christian Wolf. Yeah. So, yeah, but we did, I think good on him, bro. Like, well, I'm they got to stand it. up. Like, they, they, they designated that, that money and then knowing then well, they don't get the 50000 that Australia and New Zealand get. This is the first time it's ever been, even in a breath, of being a tier one nation. Yeah, well, and there's corruption in the game. But you know we, what I mean? And that's the most alarming if, thing. If you do there's remember, obvious corruption in the game. When we went back to the international round weekend, we had Lebanon threatening to cover up their yeah, yeah, country yeah, yeah, thing because yeah, yeah. of the same kind of thing. Their board is fucking rotten, rotten, not what they wanted. But yeah, I, I 100% support the Tongan players. Is the and game? I think they're absolutely in the right and. The Tongan board should stand up and realise that without these Tongan players, their government and their country is not going to get the economical support that they will ever get unless they back the players over these two supposed official board members. Can the NRL step in and change the board? No, because the the NRL's who gets the NRL runs the NRL. There's still you still got the ARL. Yeah. I think no, you still got the Yeah, it's the ARL, the Australian Rugby League. Yeah, but you still got someone else who runs the international game. The NRL has nothing to do with the international game. The international game but run so, on a totally different scale. So they can just appoint so it's at the end of the day, who appointed the board members? Tonga itself? Yeah, they would pick their I own dare board. Say, yeah. Yeah. It so, would have been a vote in, but now, now that I, I dare say that now that this board, who was voted in probably five, six years ago, when Tong Rugby League was broken shit house, now that the money started rolling in, a couple of these people have seen, well, I can dip my hands into this pocket and I can take my fuck more than fair share of this. Yeah. And they've overstepped their bounds. Now everyone else in the Tong community has gone, well, fuck you. Yeah. It's not happening. And, yeah. and the worst part about this, for, as far as the community is concerned, is they're, they're not like, oh, you took this money from me. They're like, you took this fucking money from my kids. It is about... That's what and it's that's what it's about. about. It's yeah. about you they, took the money from kids, bro, from the next generation. Two kids. That's exactly right, Juzzy. Well done. And these guys, like you said, I mean, they've got probably substantially lower match payments. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, and England, I think they get thirty dollars to $50,000 a test. I think everyone else in Tier test. 2, they get... $3,000. So that, that means for that to happen, almost the entire team has donated their match fees. I'm That's half, it. I'm half like, certain they did. Six six of the Tongan players have already sacrificed $45,000 just not playing for New Zealand. And in Origin. Yeah. Like, there's been, and there's players well, you, in Origin. You get $90,000 well. a year for Origin. Yeah. yeah. Well, there and you then if you can make the Australian team on top of that, you're looking at one hundred and forty to $300,000 plus a year. Yeah, massive, massive money. 
for these cunts to come out. Oh, sorry. No, you got to say. No, you gotta say I, hate, it, I hate that word. Uh, I really hate that it word. Is it moist? But to, for them to come out there and rip off the Tongan grassroots, these players they've sacrificed so much to build up. It's just an absolute disgrace. Like, not only should they get disbarred from rugby league, they should be thrown out in the middle of that Arabi desert and stoned. Ooh, stoned. Yeah, that sounds, right. sounds like a dream weekend fuck for you I too. hate him. Okay, so well, thank you for that. Now, guys, pretty sure we're close to the end. Yeah, that's um, it. I think we are for the night. I have a massive shout-out to our super coach listeners. Uh, oh, actually, quickly, before that, the Milos question. Okay, what's the Milos Milos question? is swears Blondie only had 16 players playing his fucking thing. What did you say? I think Milos has had um, Tom Trebojevic and someone else playing his actual real starting on team and he's he tried to get more than two auto emergencies, which just ain't happening, bro. So that's, that's the answer to that one, Milos. Now, unless you can send photos, from what the photos I've seen, that's the only reason I could say. So unless you can send me photos of your original starting team on the field beforehand, I can't back you up, buddy, sorry. Okay, now, quick shout-out to the podcast, our our podcast guys and our guys off the internet. Um, the game day video, guys. It's also a feel-good story. Yes, yes, that's it, our final feel-good story of the year. Massive, massive thanks to everybody that jumped behind the cause, shared it, liked it, voted for it. Uh, we got some good news, don't we, Berks? We do. Um, Bretto McNamara and Dane Yeager got it. That's it, they did. They took out number one for the online audience vote. $10,000 headed $10,000. For that, for the good, good feel good story of Bredo with the guy Mia Gorillas. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it. Oh, well, what I'm Only got announced I, recently. I'd like Fuck to, yeah, th- absolutely. I'd like to thank anyone who voted for that. Like we, we pumped that pretty hard, and I'm pretty sure that was one of our biggest ever posts, and we got so much feedback, and and that was handed to us from a, a local. Local I'm down for a Barbie there, if you want to put one on. Shout out, Chris. Thank you very much, buddy. Um, and yeah, it was, that was. And still, like, don't get me wrong, Chance has done some awesome shit through mm. the year. But, um... Chance is dead set the feel-good story of the year. No, we had him last week. He was he was a good feel-good yeah, story he's last the, week. Yeah, but he's the feel-good story of the year. Let's take nothing away from Bredo and what he did out there. And with the guy, me, Gorillas. Mate. Good on you guys at Guy Mia. Let him have a run. Yeah, let Bredo run at me. You'll <laughs> fucking run over the top Clearly. of you, mate. you 12 kilos. Clearly. <laughs> fucking hell. But, um, guys, I'm a bit. Um, I'm going to go out and probably get a night tattoo. Would you like to join me? Can one of you drive me to Richmond? All right. Well, I just want to go out on. What do you want to go how, out on? How do you think your team went throughout the season? What, the dogs? Yeah. Um,. Uh, Look, start of the year, mate. We were tipped to be wooden spooners. Only by me, I think. <laughs> no, by, by a few. Like, even a few experts come out and said we'll do no good. So, all right. So, at the end of the day, do you give Dean Pay a pass, fail? He got. He gets a pass off me. Pass without distinction. Without distinction. He got the outline of a distinction. So, you... You reckon good times ahead for next year? Yeah, yeah? I, th- I think he's. I think he's taking us in a good direction. Josie, 
You happy our parents went this year, bud? Oh, man. Nah. <clears throat> I'll be honest now. I got you're, told... You're in the middle of a massive... Let's see. I got told they were going to be right up there this year. And well, everyone, most of the experts thought top four. That's it. I mean, they had a bit of fight in them. They had a shaky start to the season. What with the new coach and the way that all happened. What with the uh, sex tape scandal and all that sort of stuff. Took a little while think, for them. Do you think that was it? Do you think after the sex tape scandal that derailed their season was all over? Or do you think they still had a fighting chance after that? Look, I didn't give them as much chance and they proved me Same. wrong there, right? And they did. They came back and they came back strong and they put in a good effort, but they, it died off. At the, pretty much once Jimmy announced his retirement, it all started dying off. You'll notice if you, if you went back, they were, they were going pretty strong. And then, like, I mean, like, Villy was getting suspended around the same time and, you know, like, they, they, were, they had him a couple of weeks and they didn't have him a couple of weeks, you know, um, and their season just sort of fell off track. But, I mean, if... The other day against the Knights is anything to go by. I mean, there, there's hope for next season. It sucks that they bought that out. It's a little bit too little too late. Um, but hopefully, good signs ahead for next year. I'm looking forward to it. Anything but, top eight? Favourite um, teams next year? Pardon? I think you think we'll, it's top I think, eight? I think we'll make top eight. Yeah, I, I reckon Doggies can make top eight for sure. I mean, given the way they came back at no, the end of this do year. you think Penrith? Yeah, I do. I reckon Panthers can do it next year. Okay, Give so if Penrith and, and, and Doggies make top eight, who drops out? Broncos. Eels. Yeah? After another year of that fucking A-grade forward pack, and probably, another preseason, they're all getting another year older. Oh, and Para. Bro, I think, Para, I think Brisbane will be a force we reckon with next year. I think Brisbane and Para will be gone next year out of the eight. Are we just glossing, over, are we just glossing over what happened to the Knights? Conference? No, no, yeah, we're going to go back to the no. Knights. Okay. I'll bring it back. Okay, good, I, good. I think I think Knights will make the eight next year. Yeah. Who for? At the expense of? And why? No, I think Aiden O'Brien will bring a stiff fucking <clears throat> attitude. Is there a risk? We're not going to fucking take no... Excuses, kind of mentality. If can he unify the team, or is he going to have to do some rebuilding? No, I don't think so. No, you reckon he's taking this job, being told can't we we hear the word rebuild well, within the first three years and the well, contract gets I, I torn think up? As a head coach, you have to take that responsibility and unify that squad and take them to where you want them to be. Because you are the master. You're oh, yeah. that head coach, bro. You're the boss. You think. Mate. Anyone's going to walk into Craig Bellamy's fucking school and say, we're going to do things this way, Craig? Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. Craig's mum. That's was. what Aiden O'Brien's got to do. you got to come in, and we're going the Aiden O'Brien way. We can get on the highway and go back to Sydney. Yeah, fair enough. That's, that's it. Like, Is he going to lose <laughs> some players next we've, year? We've got the that. talent. Who's he going to lose? We've got the skill level. We've got the people there. All we need is the attitude, adjustment. And that hard fucking edge is that the Roosters and the Storm have, which I'm hoping Aiden O'Brien, 12 years of both their systems. Adam. That's what I said, didn't I? Did I say Aiden. Adam? I think you guys both called him Aiden a couple of times. But I that's think all right. in the first, yeah. I thought, I thought it was Adam. A. O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just call him O'Brien. <coughs> OB. Yeah. Just call him OB. Fuck it. OB. Until he does that, I'm not just going to call him fuckwit. Oh. <laughs> So, Take that as a challenge, well, mate. Let's just hope he can come in here and adjust your attitude because we've got the roster there. We all know we've got a roster. We've got a gun team. You do. You've got a damn good team, and that's where and it's disappointing when, that they haven't When put they it had their heads on the field, we dismantled oppositions. Yeah. And... Dun, dun, 
Turn it, turn it, giant killer's cave, fucked everything up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh. You did the same thing to Penrith. Fuck you. They did, I did it to a few men. I know. You yeah. didn't do it to anyone. Yeah, grubs. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, it's fucking nah. We're the 18th. We're the 18th favourite dogs, mate. Hey, yes. I, I, I watched the I watched the fan today. And they had JT on there. Oh no, sorry, they had Steve Frost on there. Went through his career, champion, and they went through the 2002 salary cap saga. Where he's rightfully got fucking stripped of everything. Seventeen straight wins in a row, and then 2004 grand final, he's won it. And Steve Price missed for injury, and JT went over and gave his ring to Steve Price. Oh, that's fucking greatest football man. That, well, mate. that's that's why JT will. Forever be remembered in my heart for yeah. probably the most gracious ah. footballer ever, man. Like, and ever since that day, he's gone on. He's picked up tees for everyone. He's gave his headgears out. He gave his tees out. He gave his boots out. Everyone. Yeah. I don't think there can be a better role model for the game than what JT has perspired in the last fifteen years. I take my hat off to it all. I love it. Yeah. Brought a tear to my eye today, actually. To be honest with you, I've seen it again. Good stuff. JT, good guy too, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All that shit's true. Like he done it, that. That was a proud moment for the whole club. I think when he when he give his ring up to Steve Price. How could it not be, man? Uh, what? Fucking... Who does that? You know, normally a fucking no nine, one. Nineteen year old kid, fucking bang. You haven't heard of anyone doing it before? In, anyone in, doing it since? In the pocket straight away, and um, it was just fucking outstanding. Don't get it wrong. Kudos to the jewelers that made him another one. No, well, <laughs> from what I heard on the fans today, that everything was already arranged for Steve Price to get another one. It was already fucking made right, right. But JT didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And the number ten was reading grades on the ring that JT got, and he he didn't know that Steve Price was going to get a special one fucking made for him, and he went still with the number ten ring and. Said, Steve, this is yours, brain. Like, you know, you earn it. And he had an outstanding year that year, too, Steve Price. It was well, that, he was in the hyperbaric chamber if, for a week. If you can find a year where Steve Price didn't have an outstanding year, I'll fucking give you 50 bucks. I can tell you an but outstanding... That cunt's just... His that, whole career is just full I, of effort. I can tell you a non-outstanding moment for 50 bucks. <laughs> 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 no, I want a career. Uh-huh. I want a year worth. No, he's only got about one. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's, he's still to this day probably my favourite front row to ever play the game. He's never been the flashiest, never been the toughest, never been the strongest, never been nothing like that, but he's always given more than anyone else that I've ever seen on the footy field. He's always led to chick case. He's always fucking been there to charge down a fucking kick or anything. He's just always leads by example. I love him. Super Steve. Dan? Respect. Super Steve. Right, oh, so got to go get a tattoo, a peel steel. Um, Check out their socials. Hit them up on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know if they're in the Twitter sphere or what's that other shit that's out there now. Do you think Jerry Hargrave should have been suspended? Yes. Yeah. Really? No. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just don't like him. Jazzy, you obviously seen it. Nah, I mean, look. No, you didn't see it either. <laughs> no, I did, I, I, did, I did see it. It looked way worse in fast motion than it did in slow motion. If if Lindsay Colson wasn't there and he didn't knock his head in the Lindsay Colson's 
There yeah. would be no blood. There would be no concussion. There would have been nothing. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much being play on. Yeah, exactly. It was just, yeah, he was in an unfortunate situation. It, it really sort of like was. like what that's happened it. at Cheekam at the start of the year that's, or earlier in the yeah, year. That's, yeah, that's just one of those rugby league accidents that sometimes you just can't. Mate, they, these guys run full pelt to get a ball and they'll put their body on the line to the last, you know, last degree. So That's it. Almost trying to get the fast play to ball. Almost trying to stop the fast play to ball. Like, yeah. Um, and Sam Burgess, do you agree with no. the a week carryover? The oh, he's been fined twice this year, so this time third offence has automatically got to be suspension. Do you agree? No. Can you play a different rule for finals football, though? Can you? I, I understand that, there but... should be. It's up to him to not but get suspended three times throughout the year, that, isn't but it? Should, should a hair pit... An offence ever be suspension yeah, to miss nah, the game? No, nah, you're right, you're right, you're right. It is a netball Considering what we just talked about with Jerry Hargraves, yeah, exactly. Actually hitting someone in the head, uh, go, accident, yeah, but Careless. he still hit someone in the head, and Sam just pulls someone's hair, yeah, and one's plain and one's not. Well, it's not nice to pull hair, Connor, bro. I love my hair being pulled. I'll be straight up on this. If you pull my hair, I just get excited. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, oh, Sam Burgess, come it. over, bro. <laughs> or, or next time you want to pull someone's hair, go pull Nick Nack Nui's hair. Yeah, well, exactly. Fucking That's a good prime example. Yeah. Nick Nack he doesn't take shit. No. He's chokeslam you. Right on. Done? I reckon. Done. Chris Wilde Hudson, do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Firsty. Chris Wilde fucking Ricky. First chicken up Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Ricky. Um, I reckon drink, we're done. Drink some of that old castle vodka. <laughs> there you go. It's Mediterranean League. No, it isn't. It's medieval. Last episode of the year. That's for you, Saxy. Oh, Jesus, God. Saxy. I hope you're not driving home tonight. No, I'm driving him. Oh, the yeah, you must be. Wow. Get that down. He's You're gonna, a demon. He's going to whitey. You're a demon. God, you can get out of my house before that takes effect. What is wrong with you, Con? God, he keeps going. Uh, oh, the whole way down. You. You. Oh, my Lord. Con. <laughs> You demon, why would you do that? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> you want to go to the Archie and knock down a schnitzel? Drink responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Don't even, I think we're going to get off the thing uh, before. Okay, should, yeah, should we but go? Drive me over, Aaron. <laughs> Actually, you want to go get tattooed? I know a guy. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> 187 <laughs> Windsor Street, Richmond, get tattooed there. Um, hit us up with some feedback if you liked it, if not. We don't know if we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll work that out. But thank you very much for tuning in. Peace. Hope you've liked it. Thank you very much for listening. Peace. Peace, guys. Fuck, I really haven't drunk that much water in fucking ages, eh? Good on you for playing it up afterwards, though, Con. Good work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.